0: Good morning, friends. I was set to share a synopsis of um, this quarter's lesson, but last night a dear friend of mine drew my attention to a thought provoking question from this week's lesson, and I'm going to focus on that instead. In Friday's discussion question, it is asked, How is genuine love always manifested? What are counterfeit forms of love that have little to do with genuine love? That's the question. Thank you, Pauline. First, I'd like to say that love, by its very nature, is genuine. And so I've always found it strange that we attach an adjective to the word. There's no genuine love, there's no true love. It's love, pure and simple it's like it's like saying the sun is hot when was the sun ever cold you know or you know persons might say the sun is shining the truth is the sun is always shining you may not see it because it's either obscured by other elements like clouds and rains or mists etc or it has probably just turned its attention to another part of the hemisphere But the sun, by its nature, always shines. The sun, by its nature, is always hot. (laughs) And so love, by its nature, is always genuine. It's just love, pure and simple. Secondly, I believe in our attempt to fully understand this emotion, um, this phenomenon, this force, you know, we attach all kinds of human behaviors which are sometimes born out of selfish motives and then when the outcome doesn't fit into that nice little mold we have created of what love should look like, we wind up being confused and, and disappointed. But I like how the writer puts it, he refers to these behaviors as counterfeit forms of love. Um, Did you know that to spot counterfeit currency notes, extensive time is not given to studying them, you know? Absolutely not. While, While they might be given as a point of reference, the diligent student is taught to study the genuine bank notes and all its features. He can then more easily identify a counterfeit when it's presented. So... If we want to know those counterfeit forms of emotions that's been clothed as love, similarly, we need to be looking to the one and only standard of love, God himself. When we truly understand who God is and, and that his very nature is love, then all other forms of fake emotions will manifest themselves. Hmm. So the question is, how is genuine love always manifested well john 1 verses 7 i think going up to 10 says beloved let us love one another for god is of love and everyone that loveth is born of god and knoweth god he that loveth not knoweth not god for god is love In this was manifested the love of God towards us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. So there's your very first evidence. Love must be manifested. And I think, uh, let me say it this way. Love is manifested by selfless actions, right? God the Father manifested his love towards us by sending his son Jesus to die Oh God, he came to this sin-cursed earth to redeem us to himself. Just the thought of it. Romans 5 and verse 8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this while we were yet sinners. It didn't say because we were angels. It said while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ's death on Calvary was the ultimate act of selflessness you see Philippians 2 and verse 5 says let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus so then if we have the mind of Christ our love for each other will be manifested by selfless actions Uh, it will not be prompted by a desire to showcase ourselves so that others can see how good and kind and and nice we are. Um, neither will our actions be, be hinged on a return on investment, you know? Uh, meaning we, we display the right attitude or, or behave genuine because we know that someday someone might return the favor. No, love is manifested by selfless actions. And so the question goes on to say, What are counterfeit forms of love that have little to do with genuine love? Um, Earlier I mentioned that we struggle to fully understand these emotions and and sometimes we attach all kinds and forms of human behaviors which are sometimes born out of different motives. And I, I said it before, some of them are selfish motives. And I think about couples that I have seen Women devoted to their families, you know, tenderly caring for their children, patiently and and steadfastly supporting their husbands. Women that you and I would consider role models, yet if you understood the family dynamics, it's clear to see that they were devoted wives, but not loving wives. There's a big difference. Again, we sometimes see um, people performing some, some random acts of kindness, and we mistakenly equate this with love. We see people performing you know, benevolent actions, and we equate this with love, when, when benevolence is, is a, a very subjective di- disposition of the mind that results in the doing of some kind of good deed. It's not love. Um, We see people being kind and equate this with love. When kindness is really like benevolence, it's just that it has a little more sympathy and consideration for others attached to it. Ah, boy. We see people donating to worthy causes and we mistakenly equate this with love. When the persons are really just being philanthropic and, and charitable, giving off their time, and, and money for the care of the poor and needy or destitute. Some persons are just disposed to doing good for others. It doesn't mean that they love them. You know, I observed that this discourse last last year, you know, I was out and about with a group. Um, we had visited um, a nearby infirmary to take care of some persons that were less fortunate. And as we were about to leave, my friends, One senior staff at um, the infirmary, you know, in passing she indicated her need for some stationery. I think it may have been a pen or a notebook or something like that. Well, one of the team members happily volunteered a pen and a diary. I thought that was pretty cool. But as he reached out to deliver the gift, he requested someone from the group to take a picture of the two items being handed over. Well, if that wasn't enough, he wanted to peruse the picture. I guess he wanted to see if it was newsworthy. And when he looked at it, and on seeing that it wasn't up to standard, he promptly retrieved the items from the nurse and requested the photo up again. The poor nurse looked pretty bewildered, but what was she to do? (laughs) So in closing, here's a question again. How is genuine love always manifested? What are counterfeit forms of love that have little to do with genuine love? I guess we can determine it through the compass of God's word in 1 Corinthians 13 verses one to eight. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong and a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that could move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. And here's a clincher. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it's not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Verse 8. Love never fails. Now that's the manifestation of love. John 13 verses 34 to 35 says, A new commandment I will give unto you. Jesus is talking to his disciples. He says, A new commandment I will give unto you. That ye love one another as I have loved you. That ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples if ye have love one toward the other. And Jesus said in John 8 and verse 32, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And that my friends is the gospel truth.